I'm Megan Marcelino, and I'm really excited to welcome you back today to Generations at the Table. And today I get to sit and talk with my mom, which is, I think, really amazing and such a gift to be here. Uh, she's one of my favorite people, obviously, but she's also an inspiration to me. And don't cry, mom. <laughs> Um, but I, I really wanted to talk today. I'm just going to jump right in on like the power of intercession, but specifically for praying for our, our husbands, praying for our spouse. Um, I, I know I was young when dad got saved, but I know your testimony a little bit. And I just thought, you know, there are hearts of women out there who are praying for the salvation of their husband and they have been praying and waiting. And I imagine that that has to feel like a really, discouraging time. And so I'd love to encourage them today that if you're in that place of praying for the salvation of your husband, like, can you share a little bit of your testimony of what that was like and how you stood in faith and where you stood in scripture um, and kind of what that what that looked like for you at the beginning? Okay. Um, I think well, the beginning always is with me is, is that in my very first few weeks even of salvation, uh, someone had given me a book and it was about uh, the power of the Word of God and the power of praise. And so as I began to feed on the Scripture, and I was in the Scripture all the time, I had a Bible in the car, I had one on the washing machine, I had it on the kitchen counter, I had one in the bathroom. I mean, I fed on the Word because the Word is spirit and life. And I knew that, I understood that God revealed that to me from the very beginning. So in the midst of my husband not being thrilled about my uh, salvation, because he didn't crazy understand. Yeah, and my crazy church friends. Uh, 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 I, I knew that, that I had to really pray carefully for him. And one night the Lord spoke to me and he said that you're not to preach to him. You're just to be yourself and love. And so it was like, okay, but it was very difficult because when you find truth for the first time and you find the love of God for the first time, it's very hard to keep it in. Yeah, you wanted you to share want it. You want to share it with and shove it down everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you want to share it and you want to live it and you want him to be a part of it and he, he was not ready. And so, um, so because the Lord had spoken that to me, I was trying very, very much to be obedient. And then I went to church one day and my pastor from the platform came off the platform and came down to me and he said that, that you're not to preach to your husband, you're just to pray and to believe. And it was like, oh my gosh, Lord, this is so serious. You know, you are really serious about me not. And it was difficult. And so um, I think there's like such a discipline in that, like praying and believing, because so many times it's like that waiting period where we want to take action. Yes. <laughs> we just want to do something. It's like, yes. I need an actionable, I need a takeaway here. And it's like, the Lord says, pray and wait. That's really hard. Like, because yeah. the waiting is in, in yes. essence an action. It's an action. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's revealing your trust in the Lord. And as a new believer, you want to trust, but you also want to get something ac accomplished. Yeah, and that's a something. major accomplishment for your husband to be become a believer with you. So um, anyway, months went on. And then I came across another book uh, uh, a few months after that. And, and, and the name of the book is um, From Dynamos of Praise, Out of Come Away, My Beloved. And um, it says, man has contemplated the power of faith and of prayer. But only rarely have I revealed to men this far greater power of praise. For by prayer and faith doors are opened, but by praise and worship great dynamos of power are set in motion, as when a switch is thrown and an electric power plant such as Niagara is thrown into operation. 
Praying for specifics is like requesting light for individual houses in various scattered places, while worshiping and praise flood the whole area with the available current. I do not discount prayer and petitions. I only show you a more marvelous way, a faster means of bringing more help to more people with less lapse of time. So many need me. So little time is available. Turn loose your praises, and in proportion to the liberality, you shall see my generosity expressed and in an infinite magnitude. And so the key is is that when you praise, you are praising because that is faith coming out of your mouth, that it's already going to happen, that it's going to happen. God is faithful. And so when you pray, and, and I, I am a prayer warrior. I pray, but praise is the way I start everything because I feel like it's the quickest way to get in before the throne room of God. You're there instantly when you begin to praise and you are decreeing. And Job twenty two twenty eight says that when you decree a thing, it shall be established. That doesn't mean it may be. It means it shall be. So you decree it and it shall be established. And the favor of God's light will shine on your ways. And what is that favor? You're wanting your husband to come into the kingdom. That's the light that comes into your household because you are believing God. You are standing on faith and you are praising him constantly that his word is truth. There's no variable. There's no shade. There's no turning in the power of his word. His word is truth. Jesus is truth truth. The light of God is the truth. And so therefore, you stand on the word, you, you, you get the, gather the scriptures that the Lord puts in your heart, yes. and then you begin to praise God for the power of those words and the truth of those words. Praise Him that it is done. Praise it, Him that it is it's going to manifest. So I think this is a powerful principle, the, power, the principle of praise, uh, praising for the manifestation, but not only applies to the salvation of your husband, but to so many other things. It's Everything. really a principle. But today, I know principle. we're talking about that specifically. So, so you've praised, you've praised. Um, talk to us about like, is there any keys that you use to keep your heart posture where you wanted it as you waited for his salvation? Do you? How long was the period from you beginning to pray that that the it manifested? Yeah, two about two and a half years. So for that is some time, but for many yes. people that's not that much time. I mean, oh. there's some women I've heard of who've prayed for their husbands for twenty, almost 30, all their all marriages. Their yeah. Yes, it's just so, so sad. So how? Where? Where do you? What do you do to keep your heart in a place of I'm waiting in faith for the manifestation. Well, the power of the word. The word says that when you ask, you shall receive. The The word says uh, uh, when you seek his face, you shall find him. And, and, and God is a God of truth and he is a God of love. And so it's just I, I had full faith in the word of God. I knew that when I took that word, that word actually in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So when I'm speaking out the word, I'm speaking out God into the atmosphere and over the situation. So there's no way that it's not going to happen. I have faith that that word is the truth and it's going to take place. Yes, amen, that that word trumps any kind of circumstance. Absolutely. And it trumps our feelings. It trumps our feelings, Sometimes yes. it's so hard because it's like your circumstances and your feelings seem to speak louder. And I think that's a discipline that you and dad taught me always was that when we stay in the word, that that it, it's like that constant reminder to our flesh. Like, no, the word trumps your feelings. The word trumps your circumstances. The word is more true than whatever it is you're walking through. But you have to stay feeding on it. Yes. Because like most of the time we're feeding on 
circumstances and life and putting food on the table for our family and whatever's coming through the TV or coming through our phones. So it's like that discipline of staying in the word to keep our mind on what is true. Absolutely. So, so after dad got saved, you, you are like, you're an intercessor. Uh, You pray, you are a prayer warrior. You truly have a gift of prayer. I mean, it's been demonstrated in our family my entire life. Um, It's not something that I walk in. well, it's not the same thing. I you don't, don't believe I know that. You don't believe I that, think you do. I know, but you have a, a tremendous gift to pray, a tremendous gift of compassion. And so talk about um, how do you continue to pray for your husband? So now he's a believer, mm-hmm. obviously. But I mean, mm-hmm. even in the in the early days, like what was your, your method? Like how did you, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Well, I would just go into my prayer closet and I would begin to praise God that he is a God of truth and that He is a God of love, and that He is a God that fulfills the promise of His Word. And there's so many scriptures, uh, uh, whatsoever things we desire, when we pray, believe that we receive them, and we shall have them. The word shall cuts out any question about it. The word shall is, yes, it is going to take place. And so it's like, there we go. It's going to happen. I just have to be patient and wait for it. Or you just have to be patient and wait for it. And that's the key. And, and when what happens in the, in the midst of all that, it says that it's written that God will deliver one who is not innocent and he will be delivered through the cleanliness of our hands. So that puts the responsibility on me that I have to keep a clean heart. I can't get upset. I can't get up. I can't be angry with the things that don't happen as fast as I want them to. I have to walk in the fruit of the Spirit all the time. And I constantly have to stay in a state of forgiveness because part of you is like, you want to shake them. Don't you understand what's happened to me? And yet you you can't do that. You have to be forgiving and loving and understanding, and you can't say anything. You have to keep your mouth totally closed because a few times I opened my mouth, it didn't go well, you know? And the Lord had told me, He, he told me from my pastor twice that that word came to me, and once what He spoke to me. So it was like, okay, Lord, I, I'm going to do this, and I'm just going to trust and I'm just going to rejoice in having you as my heavenly father and that my whole life changed when the Lord, of course, I know you guys know this. I mean, you understand salvation, but the Lord told me that he was going to set the streets on fire. Well, when the Lord tells you that, it's just like, well, okay. So I'm going to be a part in in standing and waiting and believing and, and the best of my ability ushering that to come to pass. And you've done that so faithfully. You have you have been that woman and that wife, and I've been blessed to witness it. So is there anything else kind of as we wrap up today? Um, I think what you have taught us about prayer and said to us applies to so many things. Like we said, it doesn't just apply to the salvation of your husband. It could apply to it's just a it's a biblical principle of truth that stands in the midst. And so it's a foundation of if you're praying and waiting on anything or praying or waiting for the salvation of your parents or your children. Yes. I mean, no matter where you are in your life, if you're in a place of prayer and waiting, which I think we always are in some way of our right, we're always in the middle, some always someplace. Um, this this applies, this truth applies. So, is there anything you would close out as an encouragement to yes. say to the woman who is waiting, who is waiting? Uh, the scripture says that it is it's written that God will even deliver one who is not innocent, and he would be delivered through the cleanliness of our hands. And in your word says that, and, and Father God, your word says that it is not your will, 
that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So there it is. It's locked in. It's not the Lord's will that anyone should perish, particularly not our husbands <laughs> for us. And so we stand. We stand on that. Although sometimes we may. <laughs> Consider perishing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I get it. <laughs> Make it out of hand. <laughs> so, so anyway, I think the big thing is praise, is giving him praise for the promise of his word, giving him praise for the truth, giving him praise for his love, giving him praise that over and over and over again, he proves himself to us and that it builds our faith. And it's just the most awesome thing that he can do is to give us that heart of praise. So this is the next one. It comes out of Come Away, My Beloved, and it comes out of Learn to Reign. And this is the last few paragraphs. Okay. Praise me, O my people, praise me. Praise me out of, out of a heart full of love. Praise me for every blessing and every victory. And praise me when the most difficult thing to do is to praise. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even your faith. And praise is the voice of praise. And so when it's difficult times and we're not getting along and we want things to happen faster, we still have to continue to praise. It says, faith rejoicing for victories claimed in advance is a song of praise that has made the very fabric of things hoped for. It becomes an evidence of unseen things, and it is the raw material in my hands from which I fashion your victories. It is the raw material in my hands from which I fashion your victories. And the victory that we're discussing today is the victory of our husbands coming into the kingdom of God so that we can raise our families up in that truth, in that power, and in that health. And we thank you, Father, for it. Yes, that's so good that praise is the what is in his hand, what he fashions our victories. It's the raw of. material in his hands from which he fashions your victories. And we'll be right back. It's a new year, a new you. Have you ever wondered how to stay consistent with growing spiritually, but also win and achieve the goals that you have for yourself this year? Get your free download of Goals to Grow by visiting kurtlandry.com forward slash goals to grow. It'll help you answer questions like, where do I start? How do I walk in the spirit? And do I believe that I am more than a conqueror? Understanding Matthew 6.33 positions you for success in the year ahead. This is your focus for your kingdom call. The fruit of the spirit is evidence of the covenant. Know how to allow him to establish his covenant within you. Know how to cut off the lie that you will lack or that you're going to lose and operate from your identity from a place of victory. Get your free download for Goals to Grow 2024 by visiting kurtlandry.com forward slash goals to grow or visit the show notes in this episode. The king's oil, the holy anointing oil, is a powerful tool used in spiritual warfare. Your thoughts control how you act and what you believe. When you use anointing oil, it breaks the enemy's yokes and allows you to walk according to the Spirit. When our minds are set on Christ, set on Yeshua, we can follow Him. Matthew eleven twenty nine and 30 says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Visit our store at kurtlandry.com forward slash kingsoil or visit the show notes in the description for the link. 
One more thing before we get back to the show, I want to really quickly tell you about another podcast on the One New Man Network that is so amazing, and that is the Kurt Landry Podcast. Kurt delivers powerful messages of faith and teachings about the link between Jewish roots and Christianity and how they are both so impactful to your daily life and walk with the Father. You can find that show on the One New Man Network on your favorite podcast app. And now, back to the show. And that's for everything. But it starts out most definitely with our husbands and our family because that is it's a, amazing how praise like just changes the atmosphere. Totally. We've been listening to a praise song at home that um is it's I think it's literally called Praise and it's Brandon Lake and someone else and it's real wild and lots of drums and lots of but I mean you turn it on and the kids just come into the kitchen and they start <laughs> Dance. dancing and I mean it just immediately like changes the atmosphere of the yes. house. It's like, okay, we're going to be, you know, we'll be joyful. Paul comes home to dance parties quite frequently because it's like at the end of the day, right? The kids are, everyone's it. tired and we're all feeling like, yeah. you know, we're done. And so it's like, okay, we need a little praise break yeah. and it just breaks the atmosphere and all of a sudden we get along better. We're sharing yeah. our toys better. We're And you know what's happening in the midst of that praise? The angels are all around and they're in there dancing with you. <laughs> I mean, I know that to be true. I know that's truth because they are there celebrating, you're celebrating the goodness of God. Yeah, so awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today and talking about salvation and, and our husbands and our families and just the power of prayer and praise. So would you close us out today yes. in prayer? And let's pray for the woman who is in waiting, the yes. woman who is waiting, whatever it is, yes. uh, whether it's salvation or healing or finances or something, she, she has a need and yes. she needs that encouragement. How do we lift her heart up today? So Father, we're going to pray for her today. Amen. Yes. Okay. Father, we, we do give you praise and we do give you thanksgiving because you are truth and you are light and you are love and you are the creator of all things. And so, Lord, we honor you with our praises and we are so humbled, Father, to be called sons and daughters of the Most High. And Lord, we thank you for all of these beautiful sisters who are out there who are waiting for their husbands to come into the kingdom or all of them that are waiting, Father, for healing or health or finance, Father, whatever it is, you are an awesome God, and you love us so much, and you've given the life of your Son, your one and only Son, shed every drop of blood so that your kingdom children could be raised up and be empowered, and so that the kingdom of God would multiply. So we lift these women up, Father, and we praise you and we thank you that they will be so hungry for the word and that you will speak to them in the nighttime when they're sleeping and you will give them open visions, Father. And when they open the, a word or a book or the Bible, Father, they'll there it will be a paragraph, a sentence that will give them hope for what they are standing for, Lord. And we just give you praise and give you thanksgiving that you are not going to leave them, Father, in un happy states that they are going to praise. And when they begin to praise, they begin to break off the shackles. And the enemy hates a woman who is praising God. And they cover, the demons cover their ears when we begin to praise. But the angels are there to encourage us. And they begin to dance and they begin to praise with us. So Father God, we just praise you that today, everyone and everyone who will be visiting this, this uh, podcast, Father, is going to have have uh, hope again, and it's going to have faith in what your word says. We give you praise and we give you thanksgiving for it in Yeshua's mighty, mighty name. In Yeshua's name. Amen.